So good morning, everybody. Welcome to Daily Devotions. We're in part two of a series of devotionals titled Behold. Israel introduced the topic to us yesterday, our pastor from Cape Town, and he's on every Monday morning at seven. But he reminded us that the term behold means to take a closer look, to pay careful attention, to look with spiritual eyes and catch the full um, picture of what God is saying or doing. And we thought that's a really great topic of conversation to talk about uh, going into 2023. In fact, uh, the, 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 the Bible has over a thousand five hundred references to the idea of behold. Some of you will immediately think of certain things. Behold, I am doing a new thing, etc. in scripture. And um, I wanted to take you to one such verse today that specifically uses that phrase. And it's such a famous passage of Scripture. But I sort of want to give it the top and tail. It's a famous passage of Scripture sandwiched between really powerful verses. And for some reason, those verses uh, didn't go as viral, I guess, as, as the main verse. And so the verse I wanted to take you to is Revelation chapter 3 and verse 20. Uh, famously known for saying this, Behold, I stand at the door and knock. If anyone hears my voice and opens the door, I will come in and eat with that person and they with me. It has this uh, encouragement, this exhortation, this proclamation to pay careful attention because God is present. In fact, in the NIV, the word behold has been updated to more modern words. And it simply says, I am here. And it reminds us to pay attention to the presence of God in our lives. And I think that verse uh, is incredibly powerful in a world in which there is so much other knocking, clanging, and noises. First uh, Corinthians 13 reminds us that we live in a world in which uh, there are gongs and clangs all the time, and they don't have uh, as much meaning, equal meaning, uh, and that we should wisely uh, pay attention to the sound of heaven. Well, this particular verse, though, in Revelation 3.20 reminds us that it, there is a knock. It's sort of a drawing towards uh, the Lord or a drawing to invite the Lord into uh, our world. And, and today I, I want to talk to you a little bit about uh, three things that we should invite in in 2023. I mean, there are lots of things we want to cut out and maybe a few things we want to kick out and maybe a few things we want to sprinkle out and that's all good. But it's the inviting in that's really important. In fact, there's this really hectic scripture that reminds us that if you cast out a demon, I know, I know it's heavy for seven o'clock in the morning, but if you cast out a demon and the house is empty and clean and nothing occupies, then other demons come in. The whole condition is worse of the man than it was to begin with. The principle behind that is that that uh, cleaning out is uh, and clearing out is only half the task. The other half is occupying in the right way. So we need the Lord to occupy us. We need the Lord to occupy our minds. We need the Lord to occupy our plans. And we need the Lord to occupy our character. And so there is an invitation in Scripture on how to go about doing that. And so if we were to take that verse up a bit and start a little earlier, do a little, a little run-up to verse 20, I would start then in verse um, 17. It says this, you say, I'm rich. I've acquired wealth. And, um, and do not need anything. But actually, you may not realize that you're wretched or pitiful or poor or blind or naked. 
I counsel you, the verse goes on to say, verse 18, I advise you to buy gold refined in fire, so go through a process, so you can be really rich, to buy the white clothes to wear of righteousness, so you can really be uh, complete, and to put ointment on your eyes so you can really see. It's this invitation to bring things forward. Verse 19, just before that famous verse 20, it says this, whom I love, I rebuke, and I discipline, to invite the Lord uh, to to correct us and to and to counsel us, and so and so, I, I want to draw um, three ideas, uh, three things we should invite. Listen to the knock for, feel the draw towards, um, uh, accept God's God's wooing towards something or uh, request to enter in, uh, and and this is in the following uh, three things. Firstly, let's let's invite uh, conviction into our lives to be sure of things. Uh, verse twenty one, after that famous verse twenty, verse twenty one says, "The one who is." victorious, I will give the right to sit with me on my throne just as I am victorious and sat down at my father's throne. Never has ears let him hear what the Spirit is saying to the churches. The power of recognizing our need for conviction. I've held back one little piece of information for you. This whole uh, section of scripture actually starts a few verses earlier by uh, reminding us that some people are lukewarm neither hot nor cold. And in trying to address lukewarmness, the Bible says, here I am standing at the door and knocking. Do you know, if we have conviction and we uh, uh, allow Christ to occupy spaces in our lives, uh, we will never be lukewarm. We will be hot uh, where we need to be hot and we will need to be, be cold to the things that we need to be cold to, but we won't try to blend the two together and make them an unpalatable spiritual life. And so I really want to encourage you today, uh, have conviction, invite Christ into your thought process and into your conviction process and, and have convictions this year. Things that you're unshakable in, things that you're immovable on, things that you are determined in, things that you have set your face towards or set your heart towards and will not be moved. Good morning, City of George. Nice to see you. Uh, secondly, to invite correction, uh, to listen to the knocking of the Lord on our hearts. So first is to have conviction, to invite conviction. Secondly is to invite or have correction, to listen to the prompting of the Spirit, the knock of the Spirit, when things that are that should be done have been left undone or things that are being done should be left alone. That, that idea of the Lord coming and and correcting things and stirring things and setting things right. There's a little bit of pain in the process, but it's evidence that God loves us. God loves us when we respond to God's correction. And if we don't do that, then it's not just being cold or lukewarm rather, it's uh, traveling through the wilderness aimlessly, never getting to a a destination, never crossing the line uh, of of a, a, a race, just constantly running without anywhere to go. And I want to encourage you, uh, uh, listen to the knocking of God's correction, things that he wants you to adjust and things that he wants you to follow him in and things that he wants you to trust him in. Uh, really important that we have conviction, really important that we have correction. And thirdly, to invite victory. If you're looking for a sea, they're conquering. 
I will, I will sit at his right hand and become victorious, even as he uh, sits at the Father's right hand, having become victorious. Let's invite uh, um, obedience to winning, to being victorious uh, in some spaces in our lives. Do you know, there's a temptation uh, as, as we uh, journey through life that we accept things and adjust to them and just simply include them as they are in our lives. It's sort of an attitude of, well, that's the way it is. I actually mentioned that on Sunday, didn't I? It is what it is, can be such an annoying statement. It doesn't have to be. I mean, some things are as they are. You, you are, in some senses, born a certain way and in some senses live in a certain place and in some senses have to deal with certain crosses to bear. Sure, but they don't have to, all things don't have to stay as they are. Uh, we can win. We can conquer over uh, uh, pitfalls. We can be victorious. We can uh, uh, deploy uh, weapons of warfare as far as uh, 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 bringing every thought captive to the obedience of Christ. We don't have to just accept uh, that things uh, must must always be as they are. You know, um, uh, you may feel like you've got a cross to bear and that that cross is like a lifetime cross to bear, but I want to encourage you uh, that we we have a cross uh, to nail things to it and we have a resurrected Christ who is able to resurrect things nailed to the cross. And I want to encourage victory. I, 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 want, I want to encourage conquering and the listening uh, to the knock of the Lord that says, come win with me, work with me, walk with me and win with me. There's a road that'll get you there and a path that'll, that'll get you there. And I'm just uh, not willing to keep losing. And that means I am willing uh, to trust uh, a commander-in-chief. I'm willing to trust a coach in the Lord Jesus. I'm willing to trust uh, weapons of warfare and spiritual methods because I, I want to see victory. And I want to be able to declare, like Romans 8 says, that in all things we're more, more than conquerors. Not in some things, but in all things. So the Lord knocks. He invites us by locking to, knocking to conviction. He invites us to correction. He invites us to conquering. And if we don't do that, then we find ourselves lukewarm at the top. And right at the very end, we find ourselves outside of the blessing of living uh, at Christ's right hand. So I'm going to take a moment to pray. Good morning, uh, the Staffords. Uh, um, I'm going to take a moment to pray and I'm going to invite the Lord to knock. And I'm going to invite you to listen. And, and maybe if we could just get those two things together. And how quiet should your spiritual life, quiet time be? I've, I've always felt whatever you need to do to make sure it's quiet enough for you to hear the knocking or the small, still voice. Do you know what's so powerful about the small, still voice? That God whispers. It assumes proximity. See, a thunder and lightning can happen far away, but a whisper has to happen close. Intimacy, proximity, and, and guidance from the Spirit really work together. So let's trust the Lord for all of that. Okay, so it's time to pray and send you off on your day. And I'll look forward to connecting with you in the chat section tomorrow uh, as our devotions continue. You should come to the New Year's Eve service if you're in the area, and you should log on online if you're not. Lord, thank you so much for the knocking. Uh, thank you that you are here. That verse begins with, I am here, behold. I stand at the door and I knock. I haven't been chased away and I haven't been put off but I knock, and I thank you, Lord, for the, 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 the sentiment, the 
significance of that statement. And Lord, we're learning to hear, would you teach us to please invite conviction, correction, and conquering into our lives by inviting you to eat with us and we with you. That we'll break bread with you as the, as the head of the table and that we'll be constantly reminded that a lukewarm life is not the life for us. We pray that you'll continue to knock and we'll continue to hear. In Jesus' name, amen.